Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I think if anything... What we've lived through in the last week as NBA fans is just a reminder of how difficult the NBA is to cover as a league sometimes if you want every take to be the hottest and the fieriest while you're watching a series that's developing and changing in front of your very eyes. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN News, uh, the ESPN Radio, the, Sir- the ESPN app. We're everywhere, just all over the place. Uh, but here's what's interesting to me, Harry. When you start looking across the landscape of the way that we've talked about this, this playoff run has been one of those things that's really cemented a conversation about Jimmy Butler, right? Because uh, the way it's gone down, the fact that Jimmy Butler was, it felt like single-handedly just dragging the heat past the Bucs with all their expectations to a level that the Bucs actually fired their coach afterwards, right? And you think about what <laughs> we've point. seen from Jimmy Butler. Then, then Jimmy Butler has to take on the glory known as Madison Square Garden, right? You and I know how yep. impactful that arena is and the, just the scene of seeing the Knicks and the super famous people. And again, it feels like you've got this just rope that, that he's just dragging a whole net full of heat with him everywhere he goes. It's Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. First three games of this series, it's Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. There's been a fall-off. There's been a difference. And I, I don't care how we want to couch it. Jimmy Butler has not been the same for the last two and a half games that he was for the first three and a half. And that's a big part of why we are sitting where we are right now. Because Jimmy Butler certainly had a good ending to the game. But as you and I pointed out, it, it, there are definitive things happening in the way he is approaching a game right now that are making differences in these games that are costing the Heat, in our opinions, the opportunity to win this game. You know, I think in game five and game six, Jimmy Butler was being entirely too passive and didn't have the aggressive mindset to be a scorer. Um, and I think, you know, that's that's one of the things that have hurt the Miami Heat and also Jimmy Butler's production. At the same time, I think the Boston Celtics have done a great job of sending multiple bodies at Jimmy Butler. And we got to commend and give a standing ovation to Derek White, not, not only for making the game winner in game six to send it to game seven, but for how he defended Jimmy Butler in that game. I don't think, you know, Butler had a, a field goal made over Derek White in game six. So he's been p- playing some stellar defense. I thought I thought Joe Mazzula and their game plan, I think Al Horford, when he's been on Jimmy Butler, has done a phenomenal job. Robert Williams has done a phenomenal job. So the bigs of the Boston Celtics have also done a masterful job in containing Jimmy Butler at certain points on the basketball court. I also think Jimmy is going to his pump fake entirely too much. I think the discipline of the Celtics uh, defensive unit has showed Jimmy Butler within these last three games that they're not going to bite on the pump fake, and it's put him in some awkward positions to not score the basketball efficiently. It makes the shots harder. So I think now Jimmy Butler has to understand, okay, they're not going to go for my pump fake, so let me just rise up and shoot the jump shot initially, right, and have that mindset that I'm just going to go up and score. Because when – 
you do do the pump faking and you have a longer defender on you like a Robert Williams. Now you're giving him an opportunity or Al Horford to block the shot, but also Derek White and Jason Tatum and those guys being disciplined enough not to bite on it. So I just think now it's time for Jimmy to counter what the Celtics have been able to show from a discipline standpoint and not biting for the pump fake. Yeah, he has to. And and to that end, the other thing that I've talked a lot about is just aggressiveness and driving the lane, right? And there was a stat uh, that in the first few games he was averaging just under 24 drives a game, and then all of a sudden it went down to 10. Uh, he's got that number back up a little bit, but if you look at it, in the first two games of this series, he was driving the lane 23 times a game. Drives per game, 23 times per game, Right. Uh, he was shooting at a two to one ratio. So uh, two times every out of every three times he drove the lane, he was shooting the ball twice. That number has basically flipped wildly. Now he's only averaging 16 drives a game, which is substantially less. And when he's driving, he's passing out of that drive at a two to one ratio. So what I'm seeing here, to your point, when you combine all of these things, I'm just stacking bricks, right? So if I stack one brick over here that says, man, he's pump faking, he's trying to get the Celtics to make mistakes. Then I take another analytics brick and say he's driving the lane less. And when he does, he's dishing out. It feels to me like he's a little unsure of what he's seeing defensively because he's not, he's not finding a comfortable way to attack it. So instead, when he is attacking, he doesn't know what to do with it once he's got there. Like it, I understand you got to facilitate your teammates, but at yeah. some point, you're Jimmy Butler. Like What worked in the fourth quarter was he went in and said, screw it. I'm going to go in and I'm going to force contact everywhere. And I'm going to get to the line as many times as I can. That works. That's the Jimmy Butler you need to see from the outset in this game. But I will continue to say this. We cannot negate or ignore the defensive intensity that the Boston Celtics have shown these last three games. It's been a difference. Those guys have been locked in, and it kind of reminds me of the defensive showings that they had a year ago when they made a a NBA Finals and had that appearance against the Golden State Warriors. But on that entire playoff run, you've seen the defense step up and the defensive intensity step up to another level. I think these last three games of this series, I think we've seen this defense probably better than we've seen it in the entire playoffs. Uh, consecutive games. I'll say the second half of game four, game five, and now game six. Those guys are locked in. And I pointed something out though, Fitz, because they've been able to do it really without their sixth man of the year. Because Malcolm Brogdon didn't play last game. Malcolm Brogdon only played eight minutes of game five. So what that's telling me is that the unit and the core guys that they had last year when they made that run and they were able to do things from a defensive standpoint – those are the guys that are out there on the court right now in these last two games making those defensive stances. But, but as you talk about the defensive side of this, it makes me think of two things. One, conversation we've had a lot here that last year Ime had this team, the head coach at the time, Ime Odoka, yep. had this team playing with a level of defensive intensity that they have lacked under Joe Mazzulla. Part of this is just, you know, you, it, it's a coaching culture. It's a, it's a commitment. It's all of those things. But one of our callers earlier said that the Celtics have been so much better when their back's up against the wall. Why? Because we know that they can play with defensive urgency. They just have to want to. And when your back's up against the wall, it's a hell of a lot easier to bring defensive intensity, right? Like, if, yeah. if you got – it's not something they're bringing every night. But when they do bring it, it feels like they're almost unbeatable. Let's uh, take a call here. Jerome in Jersey wants to chime in on Jimmy Butler. Jerome, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got for us? I like the show. I really do. I'm glad to be able to talk to you guys this morning. Thank you. I think Jimmy's putting too much into 
having everybody think he's so calm. I think after the first game, Boston won. He came up there singing. The second game, he's out there eating popcorn or something. I think he's putting too much into that. Just get out there and play basketball. Now you don't have any room for that anymore. He has to go out there and show up and play. I have one question for you guys as I go. Do you think the Sixers should trade Joel Embiid to Golden State for a couple of their shooters? I just want to hear your opinion on that. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for, thanks for the call. I, I mean, Ooh, Lord. random on the trade. <laughs> I, 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 like, what? Can, can, can we wait on the trade? Like, I really oh, appreciate the, the trade thought, but like, uh, we got all summer to break. Like, you're taking away our, our July, mid-July conversation. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, look, I don't – here's the thing with Jimmy Butler and the mannerisms. I will always say this, and Harry, you can speak to this. You're an athlete. I'm not. But to me, most athletes that act the way Jimmy Butler's of the world act, that's authentically who they are. I don't, like, there is not some important, like, Harry Douglas, I I got buddies that knew Harry the player. And they will tell you right away, Harry Douglas the player was a trash talking, like, going at, like, (laughs) we as fans might sit back there and say, oh, Players, coaches, fans, I I didn't give a damn who it was. Everybody was getting it from me. Like, my thing is, as fans, we'll sit around and be like, well, you don't need to do all that junk. No, 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 but you do if that's who you are. Like, you need to be yourself on the court, on the field. You got to be yourself. And we, Fitz, on on our show, we've had former coaches that I've had in Atlanta that coach in the secondary. And what have they said about me? That's just who I was. No. I did it in practice. Harry was ready to fight teammates. So, I'm just so, that. So, yeah. so be your authentic self and do whatever you got to do to get going. Um, I don't believe a guy like Jimmy Butler is doing it just for show or just to be somebody that he's not. Jim, Jimmy has never gave, given any of us that impression since being in the NBA. He's one of the realest, one of the toughest physically and mentally people that we've that we've seen over the last few years when it comes to NBA uh, basketball. Well, uh, by the way, through all of it, the other thing you just mentioned, Jimmy's not doing it for him, and Jimmy's teammates will know if it's not authentic. Have, yeah. have we gotten that indication? Like Sometimes that's just you got to be yourself and your teammates relax because they see that you're being yourself, at least in, in my mind. Let's uh, take another one quick here. Let's go to Matt in North Carolina. Matt, what you got for us, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, guys. I'm a, I'm a lifetime Celtics fan. Um after watching game six, I just see uh, Butler going off for about 47, unfortunately. I mean, but if, if Butler goes off for 47, doesn't mean Tatum can't go off for 53. Like, I, hell if I know. <laughs> like, that's, that, look, I'm a, beacon, I'm a beacon of light and darkness all in this one. Like, you, if, if you tell me right now, Harry, th- there are a couple of things I know. I know that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any money on this game because I am a coward and I can't figure out how this game's gonna go. I also know that I have already hammered the over on Tatum and I intend to hammer the over on Butler too. I think stars are gonna play like stars. I have no idea what that's gonna mean for the actual outcome of the game. But man, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, Butler's gonna get 46," okay, so can Tatum. Those two cancel each other out. Now, now it becomes who do I trust more, Jalen Brown or Bam at a bio? I mean. Ooh. Oh. I just said that out loud. Now suddenly, I think I know where Ooh. I'm putting money on this game. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I, I have become Ooh. a degenerate. That's what I realized. All right, coming up. There's one thing. There's one thing that isn't being talked enough about for Miami that could absolutely crush them in this game. We'll break it down for you next. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It was a wild finish. And I'm going to be honest, I think we were all reacting the same way you were. Yelling at our TV, is it good, is it not good? What's the outcome? Are the Miami Heat headed to the NBA Finals or back to Boston? And with an incredible tip-in, with fractions of a second left, we got that answer. Boston gets the win, and now a shot at history. No team has ever come back down 3-0 in an NBA playoff series. 150-0 when you're leading 3-0. That could change tonight. Game 7, by the way, on ESPN Radio. You can check it out uh, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also watch it on ESPN. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN News, and the ESPN app. Uh, Harry, we got a guest here that, you know, like sometimes you just watch people uh, like across SportsCenter and they're doing their hits and they're doing like what we all do when you work here at ESPN and you see people and you're like, yeah, that guy's a rising star. Uh, This is absolutely one of them when you start talking about guys that just are blowing up, are everywhere, and are doing great work. Cole Harvey joining us right now, uh, covering the Celtics heat uh, for ESPN. First and foremost, Cole, congrats. Man. I'm seeing you everywhere throughout the playoffs right now, and I just feel like you're just kicking ass and taking names. So uh, glad that we finally get to have you on show and hang out and talk with you. Uh, I know you're obviously around this Miami uh, Celtics uh, series. So what was the atmosphere like in Miami once the layup was good? Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me, and uh, thanks for the kind words. Um, in terms of uh, the post-game, you could say, in the immediate moments right after the game, the other night, Game 6, um, it was unreal. You know, the, the media sitting, uh, seating excuse me, um, uh, at the arena there in Miami, it's right there uh, among the crowd. You know, we're sitting basically at the top of the 100 level. And so, you know, just like – you know, my jaw is to the floor. You know, my, my, my partner next to me, Nick Fredell, his jaw is on the floor. All the people in this section, their jaws are on the floor. Nobody <laughs> could believe what just took place. And then, of course, uh, you know, there was excitement initially because the fans in the area, they thought that, uh, that Miami was able to hold on and win. They didn't think the shot went. Of course, when the referee announces that, uh, that the basket was good, people were just standing there in shock. And, uh, you know, it took, it took folks a few minutes before they finally said, oh, this thing is over. This game is over. But we got to take the team back to Boston now. You know, it, you could just see the, the wheels moving in their minds uh, uh, about, uh, about what was about to take place. So, uh, yeah, it, big game, big, big game tonight. Um, and I'm here in Boston now. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what we see uh, tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say all those Miami fans, you talk about being deflated in its greatest fashion when you figure out that your team is not going to the NBA Finals and you got to go back to Boston for a Game 7. But, Coley, how does this Miami Heat team rebound from a loss like that? Well, you know, Spo said it best after the game, and honestly he's been saying it all throughout the playoffs. This is a team that's, that's been in situations like this all year. You know, they they had numerous uh, games during the season where it seemed to come down to the last second, last five seconds. Uh, somebody else would make a shot, that team would win the game, and they'd have to somehow respond the next night or a couple nights later. Uh, so it, it seems like they've been in these kinds of situations before, at least in terms of having dropped a really disappointing game and then having to come right back. The thing that's really going to test them, though, in my opinion, is just you're bouncing back from not just losing this one game, but losing three games in a row when you had a very, very clear shot to uh, to to end this thing and, and move on uh, 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 easily into the finals early. But, um, you know, that, that to me, that's the thing that they're really going to have to respond to. And, uh, you know, when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler who, who – just really seems to thrive in living whatever living in whatever situation whatever moment that he's in he's not one of those people that really gets too a lot too high or too low he just really stays right in the middle i think that's what's really going to help this team tonight but you know the biggest issue that they've also got to contend with is that they're here in boston against uh what's going to be a very raucous very loud very hostile crowd um, you know, that's going to make uh, make their job that much difficult. We're talking to Coley Harvey, ESPN national reporter, Fitz and Harry taking over Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. So, Coley, like, educate me here because I watched Bam and Jimmy not be able to finish at the rim at all in the last game, mm-hmm. and the paint was just dreadful. How do they fix that? It, it seemed like near the end of the first half especially, but also near the end of the game, Jimmy started to kind of figure that out. And really what he, what he figured out was, I just got to keep driving. I just got to keep getting up, keep getting shots off. And not really uh, a pump faking so much. You know, it seemed like he kept trying to kind of give a little pump fake, and and the Celtics weren't buying it. You know, they were staying low to the ground, waiting for him to just kind of finish that move. And then as soon as he would go right back up for the shot, you know, they were right there to block it. Uh, you know, to me, it just seems like he's just got to continue to just go straight up, you know, and, and finish hard uh, with uh, with his aggressive drive early. Um, for Bam, you know, the issue is he was getting double teamed at times, not just uh, in game six, but also game five. It just really seemed like Boston found a way to to agitate him, you know, just to send an extra defender his way to really uh, crowd him when he gets the ball inside the lane. Um, and that's just something that he's going to have to figure out a way to pass out of or shoot out of, whatever he needs to do to get the ball to somebody else maybe to make a play. Um, uh, that's probably the way that, that Bam – uh, we'll play through some of that uh, that defensive difficulty. But but for Jimmy Butler, yeah, it's just about getting that shot up maybe earlier in the shot clock itself. Um, but that said, you know, I, like I said, I, it felt like he found something at the end of the first half and also at the end of the game in game six. And, uh, you know, this is just a guy I, I still – I've been saying it for the last three games to anybody that listens. I, I just – I know he hasn't necessarily shown it, but he has this uh, this killer instinct that tends to pop up when the lights are the brightest. You really can't discount this Miami Heat team right now because Jimmy Butler is still on that squad. Coley, so I think the Boston Celtics defense have shown a great deal of discipline and not biting Mm -hmm. on Jimmy Butler's pump fakes, and it's put him in some, you know, positions that he probably don't want to be in, and, you know, the shot making becomes very difficult at that point and tough. If, if, If he does make them, they become tough shots. I think now Jimmy has to counter that and not do it so much and probably just go straight up with the basketball. But in this game seven, 
Do you see Jimmy, Jimmy Butler giving us, giving the world one of those remarkable performances to help lead the Miami Heat to an NBA Finals? I mean, he's got no choice, right? You know, this, this is it. Uh, there, there are no more games after this game if this team loses. So he's he's got to channel that. And, you know, to the point I was just making, I, I feel like more than – uh, more than most players in the league right now, you know, he has that that extra gear where he's he's able to channel something different when the lights are the brightest. Um, so I, I, you know, like I said, I've been feeling this way for the last three games. I'm like, oh man, Jimmy's due for a big one in this series. We haven't seen the 52 point night in this series yet from him. We've seen we've seen him go off early in the series, but nothing uh, late. And so I just feel like, oh, he's due, he's due, he's due. Tonight might be that night. But that being said, again, you know, you're, you're playing in this hostile environment, which he thrives in. He, he thrives on the road. Uh, but also you're playing this Boston team that, to your point, it just feels like defensively they really have found something uh, since the middle of game four. And, um, you know, they're not just making life difficult for Jimmy, but also for Bam. It's kind of like they're just saying, hey, look, the rest of you guys, the role players, you guys feel free to try to beat us if you want to. You can't do what Jimmy does. You can't do what Bam does. So, we're going to let you guys try to beat us, and we're going to really crash uh, on, the, on those two and stay principled on our, you know, on our defensive end on those two. And so that's why we're seeing Caleb Martin go off the way he has. Uh, Gabe Vincent has gone off the way he has, but it hasn't been enough for Miami, and we'll see, uh, we'll see tonight if, if Jimmy's able to give him an extra lift. Too. Coley, before we let you go real quick here, like what's the appropriate context? Harry and I will be on tomorrow, by the way, anyone listening, noon to three. That usually fits in Harry on ESPN Radio. Hey. When we're on tomorrow, I'm always going to get that plug in. When we're on tomorrow, <laughs> and the, if the Heat have lost this game, how are we supposed to view a team that won in a play-in, that was an eight seed, that somehow Man. miraculously got here but now becomes the first in history to blow this lead? I mean, I mean, it, it is the history, right? I, I think that you have to you have to play that up because this is that that would be an epic collapse of epic proportions. I mean, even if this team fought and clawed its way as a as the the play in to get the AC and all that, and somehow ends up on the doorstep of the finals, clearly that team during the playoffs was good enough to be in the NBA Finals to compete for a championship, and it gets to the precipice and doesn't do it. You have to slam them for. For not finishing the job. Um, that being said, it really should not diminish the overall accomplishment of what the Heat have done this year as a team that wasn't expected to get to this point. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you get to this stage, you, you you can't fold. You can't fold in a way that you all, that you lose four games in a row, and uh, you know, say goodbye to your potential championship dreams. Follow him on Twitter at Coley Harvey. Check him out across ESPN. I, again, man, like I've seen you a bunch of times. <laughs> I, I, just congratulations. It's so hard sometimes to cut through and, and get opportunities, right? And I just, every time I see you, I'm like, man, yeah. he's killing it. So, really, I, I enjoy getting to hang out with you. But most importantly, you're kicking ass here. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Yeah, both, both of you guys are doing the same. So, it, uh, it's, that's humbling to hear. I appreciate you, man. Follow him on Twitter. Obviously, keep up with him. He's covering the Celtics Heat Series. Again, you can listen to that tonight uh, on ESPN Radio starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Fine. They're telling me that I've been stalling too long and that I have to actually make predictions. We're going to tell you who's going to win the game. I'm not very confident. Harry's com- Harry's wildly confident. Harry's going to tell bring you. It, bring it on, confident. baby. I feel like it's going to get clipped off on social media, and it's not going to go well for me. We'll do that next, but first. Don't be scared. I, I ain't, I, I Don't ain't be scared. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover, takeover of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We might be in a new time slot today, but I still don't know how to speak. There we go. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. <laughs> We're on ESPN Radio. We're on ESPNU, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. We're presented... By Progressive Insurance, Harry, I said earlier I have trust issues. But really when it comes down to it, Game 7 is simple in my mind. And you never know what's going to happen. And since you never know what's going to happen, the only thing you can do is figure out who you trust the most. So what becomes really difficult for me in this particular game is that I trust that the Celtics are a better team. I trust that the Celtics have more stars. And I trust that Jason Tatum will show up because he just did it in the Game 7. On the other side... I trust that Jimmy Butler, even though hasn't been the best the last uh, two and a half games, I trust that Jimmy Butler will come out and play great. I trust Spo. I don't know what else I trust for the Heat at this point. The the, the role players were very, very good in, role, in game six. I don't know that I would bet your house because I'm baiting mine. I, I don't know that I bet <laughs> the estate Shea Douglas out on those role players, like replicating that performance. I don't know what I bet on. So, like, in my mind, my mind's telling me that we should go with Boston here in this game. But I, I genuinely don't know. Are you going to pick a damn team yeah, I mean, that I, you're going with tonight? Or are you gonna, how long are you going to dance around picking a team that's going to win tonight? How long are you going to do it? You think, told me who you trust. I think Bus, I you think told Boston. me what you trust. I, I think you Bo- told me about the coaches. You told me about Jimmy Butler. You told me about Tatum. But you haven't picked a team yet. All right, so At if, some point, you must pick a winner of this game. So if we're doing like the Lady Justice scales on the one hand, and I put Jimmy Butler, and then I put Jason Tatum. They're kind of even out, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I put Spo in. Spo weighs down the Miami <laughs> side a little bit more. But then I, I add, you know, Jalen Brown. So they kind of even out. So now mm-hmm. it's everybody else versus everybody else. I, I mean, I, like, I'm almost taking that off the plate. It's in Boston, which hasn't meant much in the play. I'm taking Boston. I think the Celtics are going to win this Boston. game. I think so. I, I don't know. Boston. I don't know. Oh, but you, but are you saying this with conviction? Are you no, saying this I'm with not saying this hesitation? with hesitation. I'm not. Like, I'm not, the Celtics are, are you saying it with your chest or you're saying it I'm with I'm saying your this with my chest. I'll say this finger. loudly with my chest. The Celtics are minus seven right now. I, I would put money for the Celtics not to cover that all day long. That is a huge spread in this game, in my opinion. Like, seven points? Nah, Miami's going to just come out and fight with the thunder of the gods. I think this is okay. going to end up being like a two, three-point game. So, okay, this is going to be fun because you've taken the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, 
not in a decisive manner. Yeah, um, I'm still questioning hesitant it about it. Yeah. I think I may go on the opposite end tonight. Oh, oh. I think I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with the Miami Heat. What in this game? Because I think Jimmy Butler is going to give us a remarkable performance, one that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives as history stays on the side of the Miami Heat as they come through from losing three games in a row and blowing a three-game lead in this series, and they will win this game seven in Boston. Wow, he's you're saying that with your chest, like you definitely like you you said that. Well, with you your... know, I had upper body yesterday. You know, I'm back on yeah. my workout yeah, routine. You're back on your upper body. You know, I was on that bench. I was repping them things out. My pecs started peeking out a little bit. My wife grazed it yesterday. I said, "All right, girl, don't start nothing now." I mean, I mean, don't, don't start <laughs> like start nothing. Uh, Harry's suddenly going to be ripping the ceiling fans off the ceiling at this point. Like I, 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 don't, I don't, I'm know. a ceiling fan jumper too. You know, here's the thing. Like <laughs> I, I've been, you know, on this fitness journey this year, but now I that may have a stress fracture in my left foot i can't do anything with it you're out here getting in shape i've had to take like the last five days off i got an itch i don't know what's going on i'm gonna have to like you got an down. itch I, yeah no i got like the workout itch you know what i mean oh. like when yeah when you're bulky, hey, yo. like, <clears throat> the, the, i got I the type confused. of itch i don't have to see a doctor for harry there are there are okay. itches that don't require a prescription i'm just i'm just <laughs> here to help uh, i don't like celtics minus seven i also will tell you guys tonight over the course of the next whatever 12 hours you're going to hear a lot of stats like uh, home teams against the spread in game seven since 2018 or four and 11. You're going to hear a lot of stats. I'm going to tell you this. Not a single one of them matter. Not a single stat you will see about any game seven in the history of any game seven series will matter because this is like no other. We've never seen the higher seeded team go down three, nothing and have game seven in their home arena. So every single stat is just wildly ineffective to this particular series. That's why I'm, I'm throwing everything. I'm throwing all of it out, Harry. I just, mm. I, I don't know, man. Now you're talking me into my Yates, Yates, Yates are your big mm. basketball. Like Yates, tell me if I lost my mind, I think I trust the Celtics more just because the Celtics are more talented. Is that oversimplification? No, I, 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 I'm with you on that because I've always been of the mindset that, like, if you were over the course of 82-game season, like, a bottom-tier offensive team and a bottom-tier three-point shooting team, you get to the playoffs and you turn it up, eventually you got to regress to the mean at some point. And talent at some point has to take over. So give me give me Boston. I ain't touching But you – see, you, you said it like a little mouse. Give me Boston. Give me the like, Boston Celtics, you know, Harry. Say it with conviction. Celtics by 10. See, How about that? See, see, I took the Miami Heat with conviction. Like, and, I, and, and I was looking around to see if I had a lighter in here so I could light the, light the lighter okay. so you could know that I'm taking the you know Miami what? Heat in this one as Give well. Me Boston, you, you, know what, dog. You, you know what you want? You want me to make my statement definitively? I'm going to go straight to this yeah. camera. I'm going to look at this. And you know what I'm going to tell the world definitively? The Celtics or the Heat are going to win this game. <laughs> There's your definitive take. One of these two teams will be in the NBA Finals. How do you like that? But look, check this out, though, Fitz. You know, I'm going to Miami in, in July. Oh. So, you know, I'm going with the Miami Heat in this one. You know, I'm going down there in July. Now, I have it. From I'm going to be down there with my leopard Speedos strolling on the beach with what? my pecs out and my abs showing and my leopard Speedos like no other. Uh, uh, Harry has mentioned this before. I am 100% convinced that when he gets to Miami, he only packs a travel bag with a leopard Speedo. <laughs> and that's it. And the whole time he's just walking around with a. And, like, let me tell you, I've walked around with Harry. He's famous. Like, you're just walking up and down the beach. People keep walking up. There's. 
there's going to be so many where, where, pictures where, of you in a leopard speedo. Where were we at when uh, people were doing that? Oh, we were in oh, California. In California. We, were, we were on the beach in California. <laughs> people kept walking up to Harry and handing me the phone and being like, will you take a picture of uh, me and Harry? And I'm like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop. Uh-huh. One person, like, what, this was that. great. One person had a CD, right? They were walking around with their CD. And Harry was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check out your music. And then the guy, like, the guy immediately recognizes Harry and doesn't know me from Adam. And so he looks at Harry and he's like, oh, I'll give your boy the CD to hang on to. Like, I'm Harry's carrying, like, CD case. I'm the Grammy voter. Like, I have the Grammy. And the guy hands me the CD and is like, here, hold this for your boy, Harry Douglas. This is my... So so you remember that episode on Martin when, when um, uh, Biggie was on there mm-hmm. and everybody was trying to sing for... Everybody wants to be a star. <laughs> I'm telling everybody. You, I'm like I'm looking at the guy thinking I can make a phone call and get you a meeting with a record label right now. But no, you I'll hold the CD you li- for and you. You literally can't too. That's, I mean, that's, that's a crazy part about it. You know, it. this is this is life. This is my life. This is, this we had fun in Cali though. Yeah, no, we, we did. We did. Cali trip. But I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to hold the camera or anything else if you're walking around in a leopard speedo. I just I have some standards. All right, Heat fans want to chime in. You've been confident throughout the playoffs, Heat fans. How you feeling now? Still waiting for Amber Wilson to call the bat phone, too. Like, I'm convinced Heat Ooh. fans are in hiding. Prove She's otherwise. in the Bahamas. She's in the Bahamas. Well, I mean, priorities. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I mean, if the Raiders were in a you know Super Bowl, I'd change my vacation plans. We'll hear from Heat fans. 888-SAY-ESPN coming up next. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. One of the most dramatic finishes I can remember in the NBA playoffs in a long time. And all of a sudden, with fractions of a second, it went from Heat fans celebrating a birth in the NBA finals to Heat fans realizing tickets to the Garden are super expensive. We're getting to game seven. <laughs> He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. Fitz and Harry taking over Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, all across the ESPN platforms. Heat fans, how you feeling now? Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry, what do you say? You want to get some calls in here? We'll see what the people are Let's feeling. Let's talk to the people. You know right. I love the people. I know you do love. By the way, Harry will be on First Take today. Don't, uh, don't miss it. You want to check out First Take today? Harry's going to be out there kicking somebody's ass. I don't know who it's going to be. I just know they're not ready for Harry Douglas. So let's go to Cole in California. Cole, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got for us? Greetings, my brothers. Three things for you. Miami will win tonight. No question whatsoever. It is Jimmy Bucket's time. Two, Fitz, if I've seen you in Santa Monica, 
I know who you are. No disrespect <laughs> to, Harry, uh, to Harry, but Fitz, you the man. I'm a, a, a Spain and Fitz type of brother. You know, oh, look at that. Like, look at that. Hey, yo. And last, lastly, here's an educational piece for uh, all, all the people in the world. Today's Memorial Day. Please do not thank a living veteran or service member. It's not for us. It's for our fallen brothers and sisters. Y'all have a great day. Cole, that is a great reminder and something I'm going to be real transparent with everybody. I didn't really think of until I started doing radio. And I found myself saying Happy Memorial Day. And the number of people that would come in and tweet mm-hmm. me and, like, and, and come at me not, for the purpose of education mostly and be like, hey, this isn't a happy day. This is a day of remembering and remembrance for uh, fallen brothers and sisters and the families of, of everyone that have had to uh, live through that ultimate sacrifice. So uh, that is a great reminder by you. I appreciate it. Harry said it earlier. I'll echo it again on behalf of everybody on this show. Uh, it's an honor that we get to do this, and we get to do this because people braver, better, stronger, and just all around amazing human beings fought and gave the ultimate sacrifice for us to have the opportunity to sit here and be idiots in front of a microphone talking about sports. Forever thankful for that, uh, and, and thankful for the perspective, Cole. I really appreciate it. Kevin in Chicago, what do you got for us on this one? Chi-town. Hey, guys. How you guys doing this morning? We're great. Doing How are well. You? Good, good. It's always good to uh, watch you guys, especially at 3 o'clock. Sometimes I, I put you on the phone and speak the phone on my desk. Nice. But, um, I want to say that I feel like could this this game is on the Heat side because I think they're going to figure it out because I think Henry Butler needs to play, not Jimmy Butler. And I feel like with Jimmy Butler plays, there's a lot of pump thinking and a lot of distribution, and Henry is more, you know, more decisive in these moments. And Bam just needs to be a part of the, the offense a little bit more than the latter half of the shot clock. Because I think when he scores at least 20 or more, 25, that he has a better chance. And that's, that's what's been happening. But they're going to figure it out. Coach Bo, they're going to figure it out tonight. I like the confidence, Harry. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I took the heat. Um, I think Jimmy Butler's going to have an outstanding performance. But the key is also like Bam, like he just mentioned. Bam has to find a way to be able to have, I'll say, a 20, anywhere between 20 and 25 points, but it be effective um, for the Miami Heat. Not a, a, a quiet 20 and 20, but a, a 25 that is really felt, a 20 and 25 that's really felt by the Boston Celtics defense. And also that us viewing the game could say, you know what, Bam is really putting his his print is really putting his staple on this game and is, you know, really being the Robin to Jimmy's Batman. I think that's very, very key in this game. I think Caleb Martin is going to be phenomenal like he has been. I think Gabe Vinson is going to be the player that he has been in this series as well. Now, the another chess piece in this is Duncan Robinson. When he comes in, when he gets his looks, can he knock those looks down? He's been known to, you know, be very streaky. He can run off five or six threes um, in a game at at some point. Is that going to be this game seven? But the Miami Heat have to get defensive rebounds. They cannot allow second-chance points by the Boston Celtics because that allows them to get momentum as well. Yeah, I mean, you're right about all that. I just don't trust Bam. I'll say that loud. Like, I hope I'm wrong. I want athletes to, just, to step up and, and you be have every best. right, every right to feel that way, too. I, I, I want him to – I want to be an idiot with that take. I just haven't seen anything I trust. Let's go to Daryl in Georgia. Uh, Daryl, what do you got for us? Thanks for calling the show, man. Memorial Day. Um, Boston going to be the first team to make history to beat this series. Coming back in 3-0, that was hard. And they're going to be the first team to do it in NBA history. 
And uh, Jimmy going to have a good game, but I think Tatum and the supporting cast going to take him out. Yeah, I think that's uh, – Harry, the only thing I'd say is, like, Jimmy can have a good game. It's going to take more than that for Miami in well, this particular game. Well, let me say this. So the two games in, in, in this series that Bam had 20 plus, uh, points or more are two games that the Miami Heat won. They were able to win game three with him only having 13 points. But I believe that's the game that I think Gabe Vincent may have had 29, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. But in game four, he had 10 points. 10 points, four turnovers. Game six, he had 11 points, zero turnovers. Game five, he had 16 points, six turnovers. Game four, he had 10 points, four turnovers. You can't have those stat lines if you're Bam Adebayo and you think the Miami Heat going to win this game. Yeah. Your stat lines need to be somewhere around like game one and two, in which he had 20 points, eight rebounds. Game two, he had 22 points, 17 rebounds. Between the two games, he only had four turnovers in game one and two. Those are the type of numbers that, uh, that, that Miami needs from Bam in order for them to win this game seven. Not the numbers that he had in, from game three, on to game um, six. How do we feel about the fact that, you know, if you're into this sort of thing, Scott Foster is going to be the official uh, for Celtics Heat game seven? Like, I feel like Scott Foster is one of those polarizing officials. Ooh, so, I, so what are the numbers of him doing Celtics games and Heat games? Do we have those? I am not sure. We're, okay. You know, I'll see what we can get on that. But, you know, I do think to all of that point, one thing that we have to remember is that the way the officials call this game early on will make a huge impact. You you can't. It will. Both of these teams are going to try and come out and really impress physically what they're trying to do. I think you're going to see aggressive physical drives early on in this game. How the refs call it will make a huge difference in how this game plays out? Well, I think in game six, the game started off, and I think the announcers even alluded to it, they were letting guys play. They, was, they were letting the, the physicality be had. What we used to see back in the early 90s when it came to NBA playoff-type basketball, not the clubbing people over the head type thing, but being physical on drives, being physical in the paint, they were letting those things go, and it was actually a breath of fresh air to see. Yeah, I, I, it's, I agree with you. I think part of this conversation we've had a bunch of times with the officials in the NBA is you just got to be able to veer and and react to the way they're calling it. We'll see who can do that. What I know is I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with us. Uh, Check out Fitz and Harry, noon to three Eastern, every single weekend. Thanks for letting us ride this morning. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.